Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well and a Merry Christmas to all. Starting off in this new year, we're getting very close to the, the new year. We can see what's coming down the pipeline in 2023. And Saxo Bank just comes out with a list of predictions. Now, it is true they call them the outrageous predictions, but I think that's just their way of saying this is what we predict that's kind of outside of the box without pissing off our clients. And one of these predictions is that governments are going to start banning meat. And in Europe, we can already see this happening. So let's go right over to the article from CNBC. Meat bans soaring gold price in un-Brexit. One bank's outrageous, quote-unquote, predictions. So again, this is Saxo Bank. And when you read the predictions, I don't. I think they're outrageous for a bank. But again, I think that they're coming out and saying, well, these are our outrageous predictions because they can't come right out and say, hey, this is what we think is, is going to happen because it seems outrageous because, uh, well, at least the meat ban, because, uh, well, it seems outrageous most likely for the average Joe and Jane who isn't paying attention to the direction that the global elite are trying to push us. Like that's probably the best way to say it. So I just wanted to point this out, and I don't want to get too far into this article. I, I also do think that, you know, it says outrageous, and they're saying gold at 3,000. I, I don't know if that's, I wouldn't consider that outrageous. And that's why I think that this meat ban is kind of what they are predicting, but they can't just come right out and say it. Let's go over to, uh, you know, maybe why. Well, they're, the, the reason they're giving for this meat ban is all about climate change. I'm sure you guys could could guess that. So actually, let me do let me go down through this article and at least uh, here we go. Let's uh, read what they have to say about the meat ban specifically. So meat is responsible for 57% of emissions from food production. Okay. Uh, well, what percentage of overall emissions comes from food production though? Like if it, if it's 57% of one percent, you know. Whenever you get into climate change and stuff, the numbers are just so misleading. But maybe I could, you could say that for pretty much everything. And with countries across the world having made net zero commitments, Saxo Bank says it's possible at least one country could cut out meat production entirely. One nation looking to, to front run the others. Oh, wouldn't this be a good thing to front run other nations on? Like you could somehow brag about it. <laughs> Jeez. One nation looking to front run others on its climate credentials may decide to heavily tax meat from 2025 and could ban all domestically produced live animal source meat entirely by 2030. What's amazing to me is look at what happens when they try to ban fossil fuels. We can see the disaster playing out right in front of our eyes. I mean, that's what 2020 was really all about. It was just an energy crisis because all of these countries tried to virtue signal by saying, oh, we're going to ban the production of coal. We're going to ban the production of oil. Oh, good job. So what you do is you just give all that leverage to, to Russia. And is that what we're going to do here? We're just going to kind of subcontract all of our food production or the pr production of protein to other countries? I mean, have we not learned anything from 2022? I wouldn't be surprised 
to see schools in Denmark, Sweden banning meat altogether. And I think a lot of you may say, well, George, that's not too bad because meat is not good for your heart or X, Y, Z. Okay, I would uh, challenge you to try to get enough protein, especially if, as a guy working out. Like, like I go to the gym uh, quite a bit. At least I try. You probably can't tell, but <laughs> I try to stay fit at, at, at 50 years old here. And uh, doing so requires me to, to go to the gym. And uh, I always try to eat very, very well. But I try to maintain a strict diet Monday through Friday where I get enough protein to where if I'm working out with weights, it's not just kind of, you know, pissing into the wind, as my father used to say. And in order to do so, I've got to eat like, you know, 150 grams of protein per day. And uh, because I weigh about 200 pounds. And it's actually really tough to do. <laughs> it's uh, you, you gotta, but I've noticed that when I do that, I, I you actually eat well, like you, 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 it's tough to do that and not eat healthy. So, um, I'm trying to think, you know, how you would get that type of protein with just a plant-based diet. I'm sure it's possible. I, I'm not disputing that, but it, it would be extremely difficult. What's going to happen is it, most people aren't going to have the stick to if you will, to have a plant-based diet and get enough protein, especially for young men. And so I don't want to go too far down the path of tinfoil hatter, but if 2020, 2021, and 2022 teach us anything about conspiracy theories, it's that when you go too far, you probably haven't gone far enough. <laughs> I remember all the things I've discussed on my channel where even in my head, I'm like, yeah, George, that, that, that might be a little extreme. Six months later, it comes true. So, <laughs> and I'm sure most of you know what I'm talking about. So one thing that really worries me, especially for future generations, uh, and, and, and especially when they talk about banning meat and, you know, you, you may say that, oh, George, this is just crazy talk. But then let's go over to this article where, and this is where I actually got the thumbnail. I just took a quick snapshot of this. And you see the headline, this Dutch city is set to become the first to enforce a ban on meat advertisements to curb meat consumption. So it's the, the central planners trying to force this upon you that that we you know this is their new PR campaign it's it's you know it might not happen now but but usually when they get this proactive about trying to push an agenda or push a narrative it's only a matter of time before this comes to fruition Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate and 
Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's go over to one thing that I, other than just, you know, setting aside the authoritarian component of this nonsense. Let's go over to another article, which I'm sure most of you know, but maybe just you kind of hear it on Twitter or social media every once in a while. And uh, this is the, the the trend towards rapidly declining testosterone levels. For those of you who are my age and older, I'm sure you have noticed this, just maybe anecdotally, where the men today, especially the young men, are are quite a bit different from the, let's just say, young men of the 60s, 70s, 80s even. And it, it 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 does seem strange until you read articles like this and then it all starts to make sense. So this is not a new trend. 70-year-old men in 87, 89 had an average testosterone level that was almost 100 points higher than even 50 five-year-old men in 2002 and 2004. So what they're saying is that the men's testosterone levels have dropped at least 20% in the last two years, or excuse me, the last 20 years. And for most of you who don't mind being politically incorrect, I'm sure this would come as no surprise. I mean, I would challenge you to go to your local Starbucks and, uh, check out the dudes working there and ask yourself if this article makes more sense. <laughs> sorry, sorry to, <laughs> sorry to pick on you guys. I'm just calling a spade a spade here. And we see how important testosterone is to uh, male health. And then they see some of the components that they say may be contributing to this phenomenon. But then we go down to this chart. And I think when you look at this chart through the lens of the global elite, the Malthusian cult, ah, I see here. So this gray bar is the average testosterone level. The red bar is the fertility rate, as which obviously makes a lot of sense. As testosterone levels go down, so do fertility rates. Because dudes uh, have a lot less testosterone, so they're going to be out there chasing girls a lot less. They're going to be less motivated to have babies. Let's say <laughs> I'll keep it. I'll keep it family friendly for the for the show today. But you guys uh, probably, I mean, this makes a lot of sense. So I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. But to see it on a chart is rather startling. And then you think about the stated objectives of the global elite. We don't have to speculate. They come right out and say, we need fewer people in the world. We need to decrease birth rates. It's, it's the, the 
battle cry from the Malthusian cult. So then, I mean, this could be a co complete coincidence that you have all of these governments trying to reduce meat consumption, which will most likely reduce testosterone levels even further, which will decrease the fertility rates, which will decrease the global population, or at least the um, it will decrease the uh, the rate of population growth at the very least. And this just so happens to be a stated objective of the Bill Gates types and the Klaus Schwab types. So then you have to kind of scratch your head, you know, once you put on that tinfoil hat and say, hmm, maybe, just maybe, uh, the global elite are trying to influence those politicians and decision makers who are trying to push this narrative. And it's the old Trojan horse. You know, we talk about that on this channel all the time, that the, the, the Klaus types probably, you know, this is another thing where they can use climate change to achieve another one of their objectives with, without just coming right out and saying, hey, we, we don't want you to eat any meat because we want to decrease the global population. You know, they can't come right out and say that. So they say, oh, well, we need you to decrease meat consumption because, well, we've got to save the world. And it, oh, it just so happens to achieve our objective of lowering the global population as well. I mean, who, who would have seen that one? I mean, who would have known, right? <laughs> and then they, they, they just play stupid. And, uh, I mean, you could go even further down that uh, conspiratorial path. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you could want the testosterone level in males to be a lot lower. I mean, let's just put your dictator hat on for a moment, right? If you're trying to become dictator of a specific country and you're trying to overrun the country, is that going to be easier if the testosterone levels are lower? My guess is the answer would be yes. So just something to think about here. Uh, main takeaway, at least my thoughts, and I could be wildly wrong here, is this, you're going to see this push more and more toward banning meat. And uh, although the useful idiots and the do-gooders may say that it's about climate change, I think the people who are really pushing this you know, the, the World Economic Forum and the, um, I'm sure the UN will talk about this and the IMF and all those uh, types of people. I think their objective has nothing to do with climate change. That's just what they tell the useful idiots and the do-gooders. Their objective is more about these Malthusian principles and staying true to the Malthusian cult where their number one goal is to bring down the population of the world. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market to capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.